is Julia Griffin and I'm here today with Clotilde Blanchet and we're part of the Self-Discovery Travel Team where we focus on personal development through travel. Today we're going to be talking about what travel is like at the various life stages. So Chloe, I know that you have backpacked a lot when you were a younger woman. What did you gain from those travel experiences? Yeah, I think um, I went around Europe with my boyfriend and did the did the the Europe loop, um, Amsterdam, East Berlin, Munich, Vienna, Venice, uh, Rome. I just wanted to pack as much into the day and do as much as possible. So see all the museums, all the churches, all the galleries, um, experience all the different foods of the different places. So it was probably cramming a lot in to a very short space of time. And you can do that when you're when you're young. When you look back on that time, would you describe it as a really happy time or is there some, another word that you would associate with that period? Um, I wouldn't say really happy, but it was um, it, it was memorable. Like it was, uh, you know, you're discovering a new place every day. You're, you know, you're trying to figure figure things out, where you're going to stay, what you're going to do. Um, so, yeah, it's, it was definitely memorable in a happy sense but I wouldn't say like massively uh, you know overly joyful. I think it's a an interesting observation because often those times when you're traveling by yourself for the very first time they can actually feel be filled with quite a bit of hardship I mean Mm. on the level of sort of like you've not you haven't done the traveling before so it's a whole lot of really really new experiences Mm. also there's an element of bewilderment and I think that people are often surprised that that can be a level of loneliness in there Mm. Um, but I think for most people that period of time is really really liberating and Mm. I think that's because you for the very first time get to kind of define yourself away from perhaps your family or community. And I think that travel at that age can give you a really good opportunity to explore new parts of yourself or perhaps to express yourself in a really, really different way. Yep, yep, I totally agree. I've seen lots of um, young people at about the same age come over here and they arrive kind of nervous, quite Mm. sweet, I think, when they first arrive. They're away from their their parents and family. And then they go on like a contiki tour and they come back utterly transformed. So they're sort of like got a tattoo, you know, their whole wardrobe's (laughs) changed and they're feeling a lot more confident. So that's always really good to see. When you were younger, Chloe, did you remember having goals when you were backpacking? Um, not really goals. I had a checklist. I had my <laughs> checklist of things to do and you know places to places to see. Um, but they weren't they weren't necessarily goals in the way I would define them nowadays. They were it was more like a to do list of you know th- things to see and places to go. Yeah, I think it's true. You're not really goals aren't necessarily always in the forefront of your thinking are you when you're younger you just sort of want to get on with the experience of it and the excitement and the adventure Mm -hmm. is is the goal Mm -hmm. Chloe I know that you've had two beautiful young children what was it like um, traveling with young children in comparison to traveling as a carefree younger woman (laughs) <laughs> well, anyone who's had children will, will know that travelling with young children is um, is challenging. So at first we wanted to stay, you know, our carefree adults and, you know, just 
you know, swing, put the baby in a papoose and, and, and off we went. But then the, the reality sets in the 24 hour uh, flight to Europe with the, with the baby screaming and everyone looking at you. <laughs> it's, uh, um, a, a lot of parents will have that those same kind of uh, experiences. Travelling with children, you have to go at their pace and you have to take their needs into account. So when they when they sleep, when they get grumpy, when they when they need you know, and you can't go and spend three hours in a museum. You have to break the day up with parks and with um, activities for that are fun for the children. When they're very young, you can push them around in a, in a pushchair and they'll fall asleep in any museum. But as they start to toddle around or walk around or express themselves, it gets a little bit harder. Um, I think that's really interesting because it's, it's true. If you think about um, travelling abroad or not to different areas, unless you're one of those really relaxed people who just like pack their kids into the camper van and go off on a really exciting journey, and I think those parents are amazing, um, for most people, if you think about going to a museum, you usually end up being stuck in the cafe, don't you? And you might get to yes. see one tiny room of the exhibition. So you can see why parents choose to revisit the same place year after year after year. And that 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 place then forms a really interesting part of their family story. Yeah, that's interesting that, that you say that because we did we did end up going as well a few years to Spain where my cousins were because I wanted my children to experience the same type of holiday with their cousins at the beach that I had growing up. So it was my cousin's children at the beach and I, and I wanted that sense of, as you say, family and connection um, associated with, with the holidays. Yeah, and that's I like that whole thing about you observed something that was really positive in your childhood, but then you wanted to recreate that for your own children as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the goals around that period are really different, aren't they? Because I think that that time actually can be quite stressful for parents. So I remember with my child, so I we went to Croatia and I went to Rome and a, a number of different areas, and I just remember being quite stressed by trying to get the buggy to go on the footpaths and, and things like that. And I think that's where goals actually do become quite important because mm. if you link back to what the purpose of this journey is, which is to build a sort of family culture and to get some great memories, these are the, the images that are going to stay in your family album for a really good time. Mm. I think it helps you manage that process a little differently. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe, what's it like um, travelling with teenagers? How does that vary from the experience of travelling with young children? Yeah, that was that was interesting actually because I've I've been to Paris a lot because I have my family there, I've lived there, but going to Paris with teenage children, I discovered lots of areas of Paris that I'd never been to skate parks and swimming pools and markets and so it was quite um again a very eye-opening experience where you can be in the this, a very familiar place and yet rediscover that place through new eyes and it's possibly the same when you have small children as well if you're going to a place you you tend to do different things um, than when you were uh, like a, a single adult and you only had yourself to worry about. So it's interesting visiting a place with um, with teenagers because they have opinions and they have needs and they're able to express their their needs. So yeah, you, you you know you have to take those into account as well. 
And did you ever have, as part of that sort of planning process, did you ever incorporate any sort of like family planning into that? Like what are the goals that we're thinking about here or even just for yourself? Not to Paris, but we did go, um, I did take the kids to Disneyland and that was all like to America and that was all about all about them and all about, you know, making memories for them. And, again, that was I had always wanted to go to Disneyland as a child. It was like, you know, the the, the dream place to go. And my, my parents didn't have the, the money to, to go to all the way to America. And, again, that was another experience that I wanted my, my children to have. Um, and in hindsight, they were probably a little bit young because they don't remember. They don't, you know, that the youngest one doesn't remember it as much. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was good. I think that's interesting, isn't it? Because when you talk to kids about what are your goals, especially teenagers, what are your goals in terms of this journey? They tend to come up with a checklist of places they want to visit. Mm. I think from a parent's point of view, it's really interesting to think about goals beyond just the places you want to visit because. This is travel is such a wonderful opportunity for young people to actually step up and think mm. about, okay, I'm going to plan my time and work out my priorities, even things like navigating um, new like transport to get the kid to say, can you please plan the journey around this city is such a mm. great learning opportunity for them. Mm. Is mm. also that this is kind of the last stage for you to be with them in, in a way as their parent before they they leave the nest and what you, you don't realize that at the time though you don't you don't ever think about that you just think oh they want to go to another skate park <laughs> how am I going to do that but actually that's a really important part of it and it's such a delightful you know time I really enjoy traveling my son's a teenager now and I love hearing his perspective on a city and what he wants from it but also I'm really aware of time passing and that it will be really different in five or six years. Mm-hmm. Mm. Chloe, what does travel look like for you now and also into the future? Yeah, so I think because I have travelled quite a bit, um, I don't have that absolute aching hunger and need to, to go somewhere and to see everything. Um, so I'm seeing travelling in my my state, my local area, I'm, I'm seeing small travel as just as valuable as, you know, big travel um, and, and going going far. I'm also not rushing around and seeing everything. I'm really um, savouring particular moments. And if I miss something, that's okay because I was, I met somebody interesting and, and talked to them. So it's more about slower, deeper experiences with people rather than the fast, I have to go and see all the churches and museums. So for you, it's, it's a slower experience and also that you're more interested in kind of the conversations and the peoples, the encounters that you have through that, mm-hmm. not necessarily the landmarks. And also you, you talked about um, setting goals. So probably I do now set goals for my travel, whereas before it was about going and visiting a place. So now it's um, I do incorporate some um, some charity work or you know something to do with with charities in in my travel experience. Mm. I think that's going to be different for different people, isn't it? So I know mm. that some people, perhaps who are single parents and had less opportunity to travel, they're going to be maybe want to do a lot more travel and actually see loads of landmarks. Whereas for others Correct. who have done travel, that might entirely change. Yep. 
One thing I would say, though, is the observation that you get more of an idea that time passes and that Mm. your decisions around travel and what it can give you, I think you're more aware of. And that's probably why planning and thinking about your goals for travel are even more important at this stage than perhaps beforehand. Although, obviously, now I would encourage the whole idea about thinking about your travel and your goals and how you're going to develop through that at all life stages. But I think we're more sort of acutely aware of it when when we get into sort of our late 40s, 50s and, and 60s. Chloe, as always, it's been a delight. Thank you. It's been great. I it's, think- it's interesting, yeah, re- reflecting on, on travel through your through your life and that you've only have a, a limited time to, <laughs> to get all the travel <laughs> that you want done. Um, and so yeah, it's really important to make sure that every travel experience counts and you get the most out of each each and every experience absolutely and and I know next time we're going to come together and talk about travel and perhaps travel fear and anxiety I think that's going to be a very interesting conversation because you and I have had very different experiences (laughs) on that so I'm really looking forward to that this should be good enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you another time thank you bye see ya